Good morning and welcome to the Dollar Doctor Show brought to you by Saperston Asset Management, securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. I'm Peter Greco. And I'm Christina Saperston. Good morning. Good morning. It is Saturday, December 7th, 2019, and we always say that because the show is rebroadcast on this station, ESPN 1520 AM out of Buffalo, New York, at midnight. Unless there's a sporting event, then it'll be on after the sporting event. The show is also available every Saturday morning from 10 to 11, live streaming if you go to our website, saperston.com, that's S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. You click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says live streaming, and you should be all set up to be able to listen on the Internet. Also, all of our shows are archived at our website, and if you click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says chat and archives, and you click on archives, all of the archive shows are there. If you want to replay a show or listen to a past show, you can do that. Also, finally, last but not least, there is a free economic report every week by Stone and McCarthy, which covers what they feel is the important economic news last week, short, brief, understandable. Obviously, they have their opinions and so forth, but it does give you a very quick look at what was important last week, usually available uh, late Friday or maybe early Saturday morning. Right now, give us a call, 803-1520, or toll-free, 800-879-7541. Phone lines are wide open, as they usually are at this point. So do before give we, us a call. Yes? B- before we start, Peter, I just want to say uh, David Bronstein's not with us today, uh, but I did get a text earlier this morning, and his first granddaughter was born last night, Stella Ray. And we just want to say congratulations. Yeah, definitely. Congratulations. Yeah. Boy, I didn't even know that was in the card. So (laughs) Yes, he has been waiting. I think she was a little bit late, but I have a daughter, and I know that's how they tend to be. You know what it's like. (laughs) I know what it's like. Everybody's doing well. And uh, his third grandchild, but first granddaughter. So they're very excited. Oh, tremendous. I'm sure they are. Okay, right now, once again, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Or you can go to the website, saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. Chat box will come up. You can then enter a question or a symbol. And if you want to enter a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with that symbol because it helps us to uh, you know, analyze it based on what you're trying to do. So once again, right now, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Another interesting week in the market, as every week in the market tends to be these days. And, uh, you know, we had the big sell-off early, and then we had the uh, nice rally at the end of the week, thanks to a very strong jobs report. And, uh, you know, once again, I you know I keep going over, you know, don't try to guess how the market's going to react to news. You know, you'd think at times that when the job report's too strong, they'd start worrying about the Fed raising interest rates and the market would tank. You know, in this case, it looks like, and you never know. I mean, I've seen a reason for it. Seems logical. Who knows if that's really the reason. But, you know, the belief supposedly is that the economy's doing very well, even with all this China-U.S. trade situation going on, that it's not really affecting us uh, meaningfully at all. And, uh, you know, that kind of makes sense to me as to why the market went up. And uh, 
And, uh, you know, so once again, you know, that might have been the reason, but it's nice to have finished the week. I think uh, we've been highlighting the last couple of weeks the small caps. Yeah, and, and, you know, the small caps actually, you know, we look at um, mutual fund group score list, which Peter obviously is familiar with, mm-hmm. um, and we really look at it, it. It looks at mutual funds and helps us look at the sectors within the market. It has 134 sectors, and we use it to see where the strength of the market is. Um, and small caps actually got above a four, and to us, this ranking goes from zero to six. Um, so it got above that four marker, which is where the strength of the market is. So that just squeaked in there at 4.01 and is accompanied by 13 others, yeah. which is a different picture than last December. You know, last December we only had two above that four range. Um, you know, so there's a lot of strength there. No question, and it's certainly caught up. You know, I, you know, I always look at, you know, for example, the Dow this year is up 20.1. S&P 25.5, you know, NASDAQ's way up there at 30.5, but the Russell had been lagging all year, you know, which is the Russell 2000, mm-hmm. supposed to measure the small caps. It's up 21.2 now. It's actually past the Dow. And, uh, you know, we noticed, uh, you know, on our charts, what, a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago, I guess? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we had been waiting for, you know, they kept kind of bumping up against resistance. So uh, we talk often when we're looking at charts, if it keeps hitting there, we'd really like to see if it's a new position it get through there. And mm-hmm. so we waited, and that executed probably two weeks ago. Yeah, and then we took action, you know, based on that, made a couple of investments. And now, believe it or not, I looked at this weekend's Barron's. That's the cover story, small caps. <laughs> well, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> so... And, and it says five funds and five stocks to ride the small caps rally, you know, so. And and usually, you know, there's this what they always used to call the January effect, you know, where the uh, small cap stocks tend to start outperforming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the January effect, you know, now that everybody had learned about it becomes the December effect because <laughs> they want to beat everybody, you know. Before, right. Before. <laughs> so it's just like, uh, you know, Christmas, which tends to uh, – the stores used to put stuff out maybe in early December, then November, now October, you know, and Christmas song, songs start earlier and earlier. Well, that's what happens in the stock market. So at any rate, right now, give us a call. Phone lines are wide open, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. And once again, there is a chat box if you go to our website, saperston.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab that says Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. Chat box comes up. You can type in a question, type in a symbol. If you th- do type in a symbol, you know, let us know what you're looking to do with that symbol. And, and we s- do have a few people on that chat box. Very good. Jeez. If the phone um, lines are still open, <laughs> we'll go to a question on Teva. I'm looking to buy. Teva, holy, and that that has been a big problem stock, I'll tell you. Yeah, T-E-V-A, for yeah. anybody who's following along. Yeah. Um, you know, this is not a great-looking chart, as we all know. Um, you had highs up into 66 up in 2016 and just dropped. Um, you tried to get a little bit um, back at the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. It tried to break out again and just couldn't do it. Um, hit a bottom this year about 650 has since given a buy signal at 850 um, and again broke out above its uh, January high or not January I'm sorry July high uh, at 10 so it's looking better from the bottom um, 
relative strength is a three and going up, so that's positive as well. But you're well below the trend line, and your 200-day is 1037. So you're, you just kind of pass through that, too. So there's a couple positives um, if you're looking to play this off the bottom. And also, you know, what kind of price target do they come up with on that? You have a 19, which is right up to where it started to fall apart. Yeah. Um, and right by the trend line there. Exactly. So, you know, if I were looking at it, I'd say first resistance could be meaningful in what, 14 and a half, 15 area? Yep, I'm seeing the same thing. Right. And then, I don't know, we're always agreeing every week. But anyway, <laughs> a 19 potential target. And, you know, if, if you were interested in taking a position in it, um, Oh, I, I don't know if I'd want to go with a stop back at 6. You know, that's quite a ways back there. Yeah, I'm going to try to speed up my chart here. Yeah, see if you can I come can up with a different stop a on it. A little bit closer. closer. Yeah, I mean, if you use the yeah. fifth. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Well, if, if I change it to a 0.25 box, speed it up a little bit, you have, it would give a sell signal at 950. So, and that could be a false sell signal. So I could give it a little room, you know, beyond that. Um, so I would say 925 would be near term if you're just trying to, you know, dip your toe in. But otherwise, you know, around 870 um, might be another. Yeah, it depends on how much risk you're willing to take. Uh, and we always say you don't necessarily have to put a stop in, but we're saying that's like a reevaluation point. You know, you, you may have to make a decision, check around. As we always say, do your own research see if there's anything that's affecting the stock. Because sometimes the stock will just go down because the market went down, you know, and uh, it may not be meaningful. You know, when a stock goes down and the market goes up, then it may be meaningful at that point. So it may be telling you something. And, you know, if, if you wanted to, you could use the 50-day, which is what, at 8.56, I guess? Yeah, the 50-day is at 8.56, and I did. I'm going to correct myself because I said it was above the 200-day. The 200-day is 10.37. It did close at 9.92. So, to get into this, I would like to see it break through that 200-day. Yeah, so yeah, which isn't too far above where it is, no. t- t- 1037, and yeah. that would be more meaningful, you know, breaking above the 200-day. Okay, phone lines are wide open, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Okay, what's next? Okay, we do have Cool Guest asking about some of the ARC ETFs. I'm looking to buy ARKW, ARKG, and ARKK. Um, I do know that I believe these are in artificial intelligence and disruptive innovators. Um, we'll take a look at them. I think some of these ETFs do have some similar holdings in them. So mm-hmm. I would say if you're looking at them, um, I know they have good fact sheets, um, and you can kind of take a look and see if there's any overlap and then pick which one you like yeah, and, and besides that you should look at the weightings of the stocks right correct yeah because you may find that you think you're investing in a diversified portfolio and two stocks make up 50 percent of it you know so i'd always take a look at the weightings of the stocks in each one of them so once again do your own research on that go ahead right um but let's start we'll look at the first one ark arkw mm-hmm. um the chart on that um, this is really a big base when I'm looking at it, I mean, or a big trading range. Mm-hmm. Um, it has picked up since October um, and did break out above some resistance it had at 54. I do see pretty good resistance at 59, though. Um, yeah, that's so, very important, yeah. Yeah, so uh, with how this has been trading over the last two years, um, entry point here, I'm not sure if this would be where I would get in. 
but if you were looking to get in, you'd be careful around that 59. Yeah, and then yeah, it's interesting. You got the 250-day right at the same point just about, right? Mm-hmm. 5147, yeah. 5183. So, I mean, if you, you know, once again, have looked at everything, what's in them, you know, what, what the weightings are and that type of thing, and uh, you really like them, you know, just use that uh, 51 area. So below that is a reevaluation on it, you know, and uh, you, you definitely want to see it take out that uh, pretty strong resistance there around 59, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what's the next one? The next one is ARKG. And this one is the Genomic Revolution ETF. Uh, this one's a little bit more interesting. Same idea that it's been just in a range for the last uh, two years, a large range. Um, but it did break out uh, back in July above old resistance levels of 3450. Hmm. It did hit a high of about 3550, came all the way back down over the last few months down to 28 and picked itself right back up. Um, so the fact that it did break out above those old highs, um, it is hitting that resistance again and did reverse down. But this one would give me a little bit more promise to be looking at. You're 200 days at 3185, so you're above that. Um, your 50 days, 3065, you're above that. Uh, and you do have some pretty nice support at 33. So this one I'd be more interested in the last. What was, what was the symbol on that again? It's A-R-K-G. K-G. Yes. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting K-D and saying, I don't know, maybe I'm not hearing straight here, but anyway, <laughs> which is not a big surprise. But, uh, yeah, interestingly, I mean, it did run, I, I agree, it ran up in the resistance. It's pulling back right now. And I agree with your support. And uh, in the 200 days at 31, uh, what is this biotech-related, probably? Yeah, I'm just genomic. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I think that's biotech genome. Yeah, I'm guessing. You know, once I again, do your research. <laughs> but at any rate, uh, yeah, I agree with what you're saying there. And uh, you know, you got to watch because it's been up in this area several times. You know. And uh, ideally, you do want to see it hit, you know, 36. Uh, but, you know, if you want to buy a little bit and use those uh, areas that uh, Christina mentioned as uh, reevaluation and uh, you feel pretty strongly about it, then, uh, you know, you have a game plan. What's yeah. The hmm? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, what's the, la what's the last one there real uh, quick? Before we go on to the last one, this is, you know, obviously from what we were just talking about, health care. So right. and we have seen some strength in health care um, lately. I'm looking at the top holdings in this, um, and you do have your, your biggest weighting is about 12.5% in Illumina. Um, so and you have 12, 8%, 6%, 6%. So you nothing do have terrible. Some, right, yeah, nothing horribly overweighted. But, right. again, you want to look and, and see what, what yeah, they have. Just take a look. Yeah. And, and don't, you know, form your opinion about the companies in it. You know, that's, uh, you know, you can you could be overdoing it at that point. <laughs> you know, so, right. You know, they're going to say, oh, I don't recognize it. You, know, you, you can give yourself all sorts of uh, too much information overload, you know, when it comes down to it. And, uh, and and the volatility, I think, is explained by the sector it's in. You know, it's, it, that that sector, healthcare, biotechnology, tends to be very volatile. So, okay, what's the last one, real quick? Right, the last one is ARKW. And this one is 
ARC Web ETF. Okay, so these are all look like they're all some different, you know. So yeah. Yeah, a little bit different. Um, similar in the a little bit more similar to the first one we looked at, mm-hmm. in the sense that it had resistance last year, or it had hit highs last year around 59, and it has not gotten up into that area. Mm-hmm. It has recently, like the other ones, broken above the old resistance of this year uh, at 54. It looks like it closed at 55.35 the 200 days at 51.47. So it's showing, it, it has broken out. It has shown some strength, you know, but you're you going know, to see that resistance at 59. What I'm a little confused by is, what was the first one that you covered? This looks like the same one. I know, one. it looks the same exact one. Let me just see if yeah. we... <laughs> Hold on, i got to go back. Yeah, something's right a little weird there. I thought when you first mentioned this, I think we covered that before. I thought it was the same name, too. Hold on, ARKK. Let's try that one. Okay. I was going to say, it does look a lot. Okay. Okay, so ARKK is ARK Innovation. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this is the last one. So now this one actually looks a little bit better, a little bit more like the second one we looked at, that it had broken out above the old highs. Mm -hmm. Uh, It has come back. We saw reversal into O's recently. The 200 days, 45.66. It closed at 49.46. So same idea that it, we did see the breakout. You want to watch it around here, but we would expect that it would, you know, hopefully be able to hold that breakout as support if it can get back above. Yeah, and the good thing, I mean, that's the breakout area, as you're saying, is 45. And the 50-day and the 200-day are both right there. Yeah. So you got the breakout area as support. you got the 50, the 200-days. This one looks very interesting, to say the least. So, And potential target on it is what? You have a price objective of sixty-nine fifty. Okay, and we always say take it with a grain of salt. Do your own research, but this one looks uh, interesting. Okay, uh, we have a number of people on the line now, and we're going to go first to Tony and Clarence. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. You're going to have to stop. Stop agreeing so much on the air. Yeah, I know. I'm trying hard not to agree, but it. <laughs> I mean, there. That, I don't know what's happening with the phones, but it's tough to hear you. Uh, I have a question. I thought last week I heard that OPEC is going to cut the amount of oil that they're going to produce. Am I am I dreaming when I heard that, or is that a fact? Well, they're talking about it. You know. Uh, I don't know if they finally come to an agreement or not, because what happens well, is they want to know how it affects each one who's going to take the big hit, you know, so they, it takes a while. But say, say yeah. they do cut it. Yeah, what happens if they cut it? What happens if they cut it? It's hard to say. You know, because, well, I mean, it all has to do with supply and demand, right? Yeah, and, well, uh, but I thought the United States was self has enough oil for its own needs that it produces. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. We're the we're the leader now in oil yeah. pro- oil production. Okay. And uh, so, so if they cut the price, they're they're tr- then if they cut the supply, they're trying to raise the price. Okay. Right. And uh, you know, and and that you know would be beneficial to our oil companies. You know, so uh, you know, I, I don't really be concerned about it one way or the other. Uh, well, that would be compliments of our friends in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> our friends, okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. 
Right now, phone lines are pretty wide open again, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. And we're going to go next to Vic in Amherst. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. When do you think, just an opinion, uh, when do you think the uh, tax law selling on somebody's dog retail stock will have ended? Well, I'm looking at Macy's for a short phrase on a, on a, on a, on a sell some Well, you may be right. And unfortunately, I've got a call on Macy. But, uh, and you've got, you've got some help because uh, Barron's had a very nasty article on them this weekend. <laughs> So you, so you may be, you know, you have to see what the reaction to the article is. I mean, the last time, uh, and matter of fact, this seems to be like for some reason they're going after Macy's because uh, they had a week ago or two weeks ago, they had the same type of thing. You know, it looks like almost the same article, you know, and, uh, and it's amazing to me that it's the same article and the thing got hit and it came right back again, you know, so... I think you want to. You have an you have an opportunity here to see what the reaction is to it. Yeah. Okay. Because I was I was thinking of uh, uh, if, if if I wasn't sure if the tax law selling was complete, but I was looking at the fourteen uh, fifties to sell the put a couple weeks into January. Had some nice premium attached to it. You know, make some pizza money here. Mm-hmm. And you don't mind owning the stock. I, I sell the upside call in the money, get out right away. Oh, oh okay. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't have that. I'm not going to give it three months and get really beat up. I'm not give it three, four weeks, collect some premium, and if it, it's put to me, then I'll just, uh, you know, sell a thirteen fifty and get out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's got, obviously, very strong support, right, Christina? Fourteen and a half. Yeah, area. yeah, you have strong support at fourteen fifty, and again, you've got resistance at seventeen fifty. So, you know, you're definitely in a range there. What happens remains to be seen. Can you see some, uh, 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 you know, buying of this stock uh, in January by big neutral funds? I mean, it's it's Macy's. I mean, it, it's been in the 20s, uh, you know, within the last year. I mean, a move to 1819. You see that in the in the cards, possibly. It's a possibility only because there's always been rumors of a takeover, or. Their real estate is worth, you know, same old story, but the real estate's worth a lot of money, you know. Right. So that's a possibility, no question. You know, seven, yes. what would you say is resistance somewhere what? Um, oh, hold on. I was just going to switch yeah. back over. I just switched screens here. Resistance. On that, like I said, I mean, you're really at that 17 and a half. Um, after that, you're looking at the trend line up around 26. Yeah, so, I mean, and, he- and, and, you know, as far as tax law selling goes, I think – most people tend to wait until very close to the end of the year, you know. Uh, including mutual funds? I don't know what the mutual funds uh, tax season has ended already. Yeah, and the fund ownership on Macy's for this year, I'm just looking back over the yeah. last couple of years. I mean, it has obviously been declining. Um, but not to say that they wouldn't start picking it back up if you saw some movement here. Yeah, see, for the fund's purposes, I forgot if it ends at the end of October, whenever it is, it might be the end of October, their tax year, because they've, they've, they're already paying their capital gains and so forth. So they've taken Right, they've listed them already. Yeah, they've yeah. already done them, you know. So the selling then from here to the completion of the year would is the, be the, uh, the typical uh, individual investor. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Uh, I, 
A, cha- a chart I like in here, take a look at uh, Starbucks, SBUX. Yeah, that's a very interesting one. I mean, it's, it, it's kind of down. It's now settling on a major moving average. I like the chart pattern. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I mean, it's come right back down to the 200-day, which, you know, as we know, can be a deciding factor there. You'd like mm-hmm. to see it hold there. Um, but it is also considered a buy point. Um as long as it can hold. I do see on the chart um, there is some support just below at 79, um, again with the 200-day at 83.54. I would like to see it keeps hitting that 87 um, and bouncing back down, and it's been making lower lows, which I don't like to see and has given two sell signals. So I'd be watching it here, and I'd like to see it hit 88. But you're looking uh, my my MACD uh, up move, it just hit it. It came in on Tuesday. So in, with my MACD, it's a go. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, what are you looking to do with it, right? You're doing a, an option, right? No, no, no. I would, I would take the comp. Oh, really? I think you're going to get a, I think you're gonna run to 100. Okay. That's what I would do. No, I like the, I like the a chart and the company, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I would definitely, you know, I agree with, you know, Christina, of course, I would say I would reevaluate it, you know, based on the chart, what, at 81, because it would make a new lower low, you know, at that point. Yeah, 81 would be another sell signal. I mean, yeah. since it's way down, it's given four sell signals, you know, uh, but that would be that would be the fifth one there. But again, it's a good company. Yeah. Um, you know, every you know, a lot of people like it. Um, you know, it's trying here. We'd like to kind of see it hold. Um, and then continue on up. Yeah, and it's been resisting, as you mentioned before, it's been resisting breaking down below the 200-day, you know, which right. is, so it's long-term bullish. So, yeah. I could, yep, I think you have. Okay, guys, thank you. Thank you. Okay, Thanks. thank you very much for calling. Okay, right now, phone lines are still pretty well wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. We'll go next to Art in New Jersey. Good morning. Good morning to uh, Peter and also to Christina. Good morning. I didn't think you're next on the list here. I didn't know if we'd be hearing from you. Well, I didn't know either because yeah, I had given away my cell phone for my sisters who are traveling. So, But I'm able to get through on the regular phone. Well, we're glad to hear you. I'm glad you yeah. still own a regular phone. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, well, it's a, it, it's a portable, but right. you know, it's not attached to the wall. Yeah, it's a, I know what you mean. Cordless. Not a rotary. Cordless. Yeah. No. Uh, first item I'm interested in, and I have, I'm getting an echo of my voice. Yeah, you know, uh, I've it, been hearing that, too. Yeah, all of a um, sudden, I've not been noticing. On the know. last couple of calls. Yeah. yeah. Cage Therapeutics. Now, it had uh, it was 64.46 close, down 90.31. It seems that their uh, uh, drug that they had for... Uh, uh, was uh, rejected. It, it was for Alzheimer, was it? Wasn't it an Alzheimer drug? Yes, yeah. Yeah, a dementia, yes. Yeah. And, uh, but the high of this is 193.56, a 52-week <laughs> high. Well, I mean, th- this is a lottery ticket, right? <laughs> yes, yes, uh, bottom fisher. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you would have to look into everything, and boy, I'll tell you, it's hard to understand biotech, you know. Right. And you'd have to look into, was there any glimmer of hope at all? And you would have to know what else is in the product line, you know. Do, do sure. they, you yeah. know, 
Well, that's great. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So, so I would check those things out. You know, if you okay. if you want to play a lottery ticket on it, that's up to you. You know. So. Yeah. Well, the 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 bad thing is that if you in order to make some money on it, you have to buy. You can't buy a hundred shares. You have to buy maybe right. several hundred or a thousand shares to make some decent profit. Well, I don't know. You know, where's it trading at right now? Uh, $64.46. Yeah, 64.46. Yeah. So why would you have to buy it? $64. Well, 100 shares have went up. And if it went up? $30 or $30, you only get a, you know, a couple of thousand. Yeah, it'd be a shame, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I, like I know. A, I like to see a big move. <laughs> okay. Next item. Item two, immunomedics, which is one of my favorite. It was 2059, up 187, or 181 rather, for the week. And it's really at its 52-week high almost, which is 2092. Now, I noticed that one of the things, they're resubmitting their BLA to the FDA, and uh, they're hoping to get you know, some early uh, read on this and getting it uh, approved, their, their big drug for cancer. Is this IMMU? Mm-hmm. I'm yes. just trying to find a symbol here. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, on a daily basis, I, I haven't looked. I, I, matter of fact, the screen's frozen, but I did notice it was looking like it was came back to life, then it dropped back again. You know, so so what does it yeah. look like on the chart there? Yeah, on the point and figure chart, uh, it does look nice. It broke above the trend line there, which is what we like to see. Um, when it had a buy signal at 1650 and has since continued to go higher um, and also broke out above its old highs for the year, which were around 1950. So it's a nice-looking chart, it, and I would say you have some pretty good resistance at 26. And I didn't hear, did, do you own this already? Oh, yeah, I have uh, yeah. several thousand shares. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, I would be, if I owned it, I'd be holding it, and I'd be watching it uh, if it got up around 26 again. Oh, great, great. Uh, last item is Pacific Gas and Electric. Now, <laughs> I'm following this very, very carefully. I shouldn't laugh, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm following it very carefully, yeah. you know, with all the, the... The governor is planning to get together a group now that might buy out the company itself. But uh, I was thinking of selling it around seven. Now it's nine sixty-five, mm-hmm. up two nineteen for the week, and, and I've got the shares deposited uh, with a broker, and I just have to make a decision on what price I'm going to sell it at right now. Well, looking at the chart here, <laughs> <laughs> so this what? broke out at eight fifty uh, with a buy signal to the upside. As you said, it hit ten fifty. Looks like it closed at 965. Um, 219 on, for the week. Yeah, yeah on my chart, um, you have support at 8. So below that would be where I'd be looking. Um, I know you also have resistance up there at the 12, uh, 12 area. My cost basis for this is 32. So, uh, you know, I've been holding this for 10, 15 years. Yeah. Well. So I'm thinking, is that, I get a nice tax loss. I just don't know whether to pull the pull the trigger here <laughs> trigger at 965 or wait for it to come back down a little more and sell at a bigger level. Well, see, the problem with that is there's going to be all sorts of news on the company, okay? You know, like, oh, now the, you know, what, is the state's going to buy them out or something? Yeah, that's one possibility, right? I mean, there's all sorts. I've heard other things that say, you know, forget it, you know, in, in, in terms of, you know, what about the bondholders, okay? 
Right. There yeah, could be lawsuits be and so forth and so on, you know. And, uh, you know, yeah, what are you going to do for the bond people? Are, uh, if you buy it out, what are you going to buy it out at? $5 a share, $10 a share? What are you going to pay, sure. right? Too much. You could go to zero. Too, too, right? too much uncertainty, you know. Of course. So you have well, to I decide for yourself. I mean, if I owned it, I would have sold it, you know, so. But if you own it right now, you'd sell it now, too, right? Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, yeah. tomorrow something great could happen. It can go to 20, you know, but, but you know. <laughs> The other side of the coin is tomorrow it could be obvious that, that, that you know, the stock will become worthless. The company's not going out of business. You know, My but, thought was, you know, to sell it at a loss and yeah. then 31 days or more. Yeah, but I thought you were going to do that a long time ago. Buy it. Buy it next year. That's a possibility. Take a shot. <coughs> yeah. And, and if it that's goes right, up, so up. what? You know, that's the way it yeah. goes. I'll be, I'll, at least I'll get the tax loss. Anyway. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Good. Well, oh. it's a wonderful show. Continue okay. with it. Thank I, you so I enjoy much. it an awful lot. Well, thank you for calling, and you know, have right a good on. weekend there. Bye. Okay, right now, uh, Tom will be a patient for about a minute more. We'll take a quick one-minute break. We'll be right back. You are listening to The Dollar Doctors every Saturday morning live from 10 to 11. Willard Saperston and Peter Greco of Saperston Asset Management answer your questions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. The Dollar Doctors are heard live every Saturday morning on ESPN 1520 Buffalo. Their shows are also available 24-7 at saperston.com. Years of previous shows are available there. The Dollar Doctors shows also rebroadcast Saturday night at midnight. If you'd like to have Saperston Asset Management evaluate your portfolio and discuss management services, you can contact Willard or Peter by calling in Buffalo 854-7541 or toll-free 800-879-7541. Again, in Buffalo, 854-7541, toll-free 800-879-7541. Now back to the Dollar Doctors. Welcome back to the Dollar Doctor Show, brought to you by Saperson Asset Management. Securities offered through Brighton Securities out of Rochester, New York. Member FINRA, SIPC, registered with the MSRB and an RIA. Phone lines wide open. Give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free, 800-879-7541. Or go to the website, saperson.com, S-A-P-E-R-S-T-O-N.com. Click on the Dollar Doctor tab. This is Chat and Archives. Click on Chat. There's a chat box there. You can type in a question, type in a symbol. If you type in a symbol, let us know what you're looking to do with it. Right now, we're going to go to Tom in North Tonawanda. Good morning. Good morning, Peter. Christine also. Good morning. <laughs> As an afterthought. No. That's okay. Peter is usually more interesting anyway. No, no. <laughs> Far from it, but anyway. What's going on with the, on with the phones today? Isn't that weird? Yeah we're, yeah, we're hearing a little bit of it, but we're not sure how, how bad it is on your end. Yeah, it is pretty, because listening to him, I don't know how he sounds to you, but he's, at times he sounds the way you were sounding, you know, not feedback, yeah, like, but it's, yeah. it's breaking up, you know. Boy, that, that poor art, I should, that poor art, I should have his problems. Please <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't call Peter. Somebody in the chat box says, "Don't call Peter." <laughs> I'm talking, and you're talking at the same time. These phones are goofed up. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Weird. We're having some trouble hearing you. I know you are. The same way here. So, uh, I'll call you next week. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Is there some? Yeah, if you can give us a symbol. Or yeah, something. I can hear you. Yeah. Oh no, I'm just calling about the 
the gentleman in the chat box wanted to know about Tiva. Oh, okay. Okay. They had a small distribution place in North Tonawanda. Hmm. But it was sold out to, to Cooper Industries. Holy cow. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cooper's about three, $400 a share. So uh, it, it was in North Tonawanda for, for North Tonawanda for years. And then all of a sudden it was sold to Cooper Industries. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, well, whoever, some guy in the chat box wanted to know something about Tiva. No, oh, okay. There's a couple people. Yeah. A couple yeah. people. You know, obviously, uh, you know, that's, you know, it's in generic drugs and, uh, you know, that's been under a lot of pressure. They've got their own problems, but who knows, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this phone is really something today. I know. I don't know what it is. I'll tell you. I hear one voice. I hear your voice and I hear Christine's voice. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. It's... We'll have to look into it because I had horrible issues last week that nobody else could hear. So Yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I'm okay. not sure what's Every going week, I, I, I think everything's perfect. and Peter always has a clear channel somehow. We all have to get on to his. There you go. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I'm gonna, I'll call next info. week. Appreciate the call. Thanks Take so care. Right okay. Call. Okay. Phone lines are pretty wide open again. 803-1520. Toll free. 800-879-7541. And we're going to go next to Vinny in Jamestown. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Okay. Uh, I had a question about um, the new um, Saudi America. Okay. Is that something that's going to become available still to us, or is that? Oh yeah. Just yeah, it's definitely going to be available. <laughs> okay, I, I read a couple different things. First, it was supposed to be uh, this Wednesday, and then um, I'm not sure if that still holds true or not. Well, it's hard to say what they're going to do because, uh, you know, they're still meeting on the price of oil. And, mm -hmm. I, and ideally, to help their IPO, I would assume they're going to want to have a uh, oil cut, you know, for the prices to go up to make it, you know, somewhat more attractive, you know. Uh, okay. But, you know, I, I, I would definitely not jump in the first day, you know. Okay, let it. Yep. Let it. Let, let it settle for a few mm -hmm. days, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're quite welcome. Thanks for calling. Thanks. Okay, give us a call, 803-1520, toll-free 800-879-7541. We're going to go next to David in Fort Myers. Good morning. Good morning. Good uh, morning. Uh, I'm wondering if you could give me a uh, stop on two. Uh, I'm, I'm getting the feedback. Yeah, I'm feedback. Uh, on to uh, mutual funds, A K R E X. What is it? A K R E X. Okay. A K R E X. And I'm going to get the other one from you too, just in case. A K R E X and V D A D X. Victor David Alpha David X Ray. Okay, so we'll look at the first one. And I heard, and Peter, correct me if you heard differently, A-K-R-E-X. That's what I heard. A-K-R-E-X, correct. Okay, and this looks like uh, A-K-R-E. Okay, so this is Acre Focus Retail. And correct. you're looking for a stop point on it? 35. A, well, I'll tell you, this has shot up. I mean, it's on a huge stem back from 32. 
Um, yeah. And I'm going to change my chart a little bit and see if I can see more on a short term. Um, well, if I've I had look a long at, time, so, so, so I've got a good profit in it. Yeah, if I look at a short-term chart, it actually looks a little bit better. Stems, you know, you get a little nervous when you have something up so high. Um, but when I do shorten it up on the relative strength chart, um, it has started to um, show stepping, you know, and keeping um, higher lows and higher highs. So near-term on this one for me would be the 40-40 would be support. Um, and you were looking at what was the price you were looking at? I thought 35 would be a, 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 a more support. Yeah, but 35. that was on a different box. Yeah, if you go down, so 40, I would say that, that more around that 40 level would be more near term if you're looking for something. But you have that support at 37.60. Um, okay. If it came below that, um, that's more in line with, you're probably seeing where it broke out in February, more where you're trying yeah. to look at at the 35. Okay, yeah. And where's All the right. where's the fifty and two hundred day anyway? Your two hundred days at forty two ninety. Okay. Um, and it yeah. closed at forty five twenty four. Okay. Um, you know, mutual fund wise, it's got a, a relative strength score of five point two five. Um, these can, um, you're, you're still you're right at the top of the trading band. Um, you could easily see it come down, you know, into the low forties here. Um, so it depends. I mean, you've held this for a long time. I mean, it's been a great – I'm looking back at this chart going back to 2010. I mean, all it has done is gone higher yeah, and yeah, higher yeah. and higher. Uh, yeah, so it depends, it depends on how much you're willing to give back. You know, cer right, certainly right. – Well, the 40, the 40 sounds better than the 35. Yeah. Well, I and think. that's what – it's hard with these. And so if, you're, if you have a long-term position in this, you know, and you want to – you know, especially if you're breaking that 200-day moving average – you know, on these funds, that's a, you know, we always like to keep an eye on that. Um, so that would be a place you could maybe get rid of a partial. Right. Okay. And the VDADX Vanguard okay. dividend. And the VDADX. Now this one is also a nice looking chart. Um, and you have hmm. you had a breakout in September, a buy signal, and you're again looking for a stop on this. Yeah. Okay, your 200 days at 31.16. It closed at 33.31. Um, the bottom of the trading band's also at 31.20, right around where that 200 day is. Um, so yeah. I would say, you know, below 30 and a half, 30.40, I'd be. That would be a. a Closer stop for you. Okay, thank you. Because I was I was looking even lower. I thought 28, 20, 27, something like that. But thirty is uh, going to be helpful. Yeah, that'd yeah, be yeah. Is. That that'd be a big drop. <laughs> but there's a lot of support yeah. there. So once again, it's how much how much you're willing to give back. You know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, we've had them for a while. Uh, these are uh, Bob Brinker. You know, years ago. Boy. Part of his portfolio, so nice. We've hung on for. We'll, 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 we'll watch him, but uh, mm -hmm. we'll see if anything turns in the new year. We don't know how the election's going, et cetera. Oh yeah, well, there's a lot yeah. of things going on, but yeah, but at least you have levels to watch anyway. So yeah, and then you can decide. Yeah, right. Okay, thanks okay. a lot, guys. Thank you okay, very much for welcome. calling. Interestingly, that was the clearest call from Fort Myers. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Who would believe that? Anyway, do you have anything on the chat box at all? or We 
do. We do have a couple things on okay. here. Um, we have nice guest who is asking about buying Pfizer. P-F-E mm. is the symbol. Yeah, we do remember a couple weeks ago, if you haven't read it, there's an article in Barron's about how they're kind of reinventing the company as a biotech company. You know, so changes are afoot. Yeah, the chart on this, um, you know, it fell apart. It broke some pretty good support it's had for the last couple of years at 39. Mm-hmm. Went all the way down to 34 right at the trend line and bounced off of that, which you do like to see. Um, the 200 days, 39.63, and you closed at 38.29. So, and you have that real resistance there where it fell apart around that 39.40. So you've got a lot of things right here um, that I would like to see if I were entering into it. I'd prefer to see it break through that, uh, you know, before getting into it. No, also, I mean, as you mentioned, it did hit the long-term trend line, bounced off it. Uh, if the person is a little more aggressive or, once again, has done, done his research, and I suggest, you know, reading the article in Barron's uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and was interested in taking, a, you know, a small position to begin with or a half position or whatever, uh, could buy it and then reevaluate it at what thirty three maybe yeah, if it hit thirty three you'd have that break below yeah, that yeah. old support too and the trend and right the trend the line yeah. yeah so yeah. if you're willing to you know take that risk and you could decide what size position and uh, if you feel that confident about it, uh, you know it's a possibility, no question about it because the company is trying to uh, reinvent itself as a mainly biotech company. Okay, what's next? Okay, the next one here is we have a nice message from Steve in Virginia um, asking, uh, he has a position in GILD. Mm. What do you think about the company? Yeah, that's a, that, somebody mentioned that one last week, too. Yeah, It's that. struggling, uh, you know. Right, this is the one we talked about. It's, it's yeah. basing. Right, you know, yeah. It depends what you want to do with it. You know, you would hope... Um, you know, we've talked before, if you can break out of one of these big bases, yeah. you tend to have a nice move up. A big move, normally, um, yeah. If you have, since you have owned this already, I mean, you're getting paid 3.7, it's showing on my screen. Um, you know, at this point, I'd be waiting. It just gave a buy signal, but it's trading in that range. You know, you get down to 61 and you get up to about 68, 69. Well, you're saying he owns it? It says, yeah, he has a position in okay. it already. Well, there you go. I mean, I mean, I agree. I mean, if it hits 70, that would be very bullish. And you have very good support at 61 in the trading range, as you're saying, you know. So yeah. I would say reevaluate it at 60, you know. Yeah, and price objective for what it's worth is 76, which would bring you right up into that old resistance right. back from last year. So definitely at least a hold, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, okay, that's didn't change from last week. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Right. <laughs> One of these days, maybe it will, and then right. we'll all get and excited. And then we'll all know which way it's going, right? Yes. yes. Uh, the next one that Steve wanted to know about is Roku, R-O-K-U. That's a wild one. You know, matter of fact, uh, I had bought this for two clients who are, you know, friends of mine, really. And they, um, I bought it in the 50 range or something like that. And... I called them up when it hit 90-something and said, I think we ought to sell half of it just in case, right? Mm-hmm. And we did, and I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> you know, well, so, good. <laughs> but, but, but anyway, uh, you know, it's a very volatile stock. 
you know, and I don't know, is he looking to buy it or something? Or I, there, It's not. Oh, okay. But so, anyway, yeah. you've you know, got to be prepared. This is going to be constant stories on streaming services and who's getting into it and who's doing what, you know. And uh, so it's going to be a very volatile stock, I guess is what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. Personal. Yeah. Go ahead. For what the, it's worth, I mean, the relative strength on this is a five, which is the, the best you can get on a mm-hmm. stock. Yep. Um, and it's in an upward trend. Yep. Um, so like Peter said, if you're willing to deal with the volatility of it, um, at this point, you know, you came back from, what, 99, 100, um, most recently from the recent downturn. Mm-hmm. Got back up to 168. You're going to have that resistance around 176 where it hit back in August of this year. But, you know, again, it depends what kind of uh, risk you're willing to take here. Well, exactly, you know, and... Um in looking at it, the 200 days, what, at 105? Mm-hmm. And the 50 days at? 50 days, 135. 135. You know, so you could use those as reference points. And you and really came right back to that in that last, yeah. you know, downturn. Yeah, it's, um, go- it's going to be. You yeah. and bounced up. So that 132 would be, you know, if you're trying to get into it here and you want a near-term um, downside on it, 132 would be that sell signal. Yeah, and, and you know. My opinion only, you know, and obviously, like I say, I have two clients in it, but the only thing I could say in general for streaming is I think people, they think that, you know, everybody's going to buy one and get rid of the rest. It's not the case, you know. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, for example, my daughter, she's got five different streaming services and it's cheaper than cable, right? <laughs> and I can she, agree with that, too. And. You know, like you said, it's not just one. Exactly, <laughs> so yeah, exactly. You're going to get in, they all offer different things. Exactly. So, uh, you know, so if you're willing to ignore all the ridiculousness and the stories and so forth, it could be an interesting play. Just be prepared for those reference levels we're talking about and uh, and the volatility and all the news and uh, how much you can take. <laughs> so. Right. Um, we do. Do you have anything going on on the phone? Nope. Or everybody gave up on us. There's only a Christina on the phone. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. And luckily, you know, I feel bad now because this is the one day I don't have the feedback. <laughs> well, you know, it's weird too. All of a sudden, after David from from Fort Myers called, you're That's clear too. Clear. You know, you know, it's uh, weird. Definitely, definitely very weird. So, oh. but anyway, we uh, do have one more on the chat okay. box. Okay, we'll do it quick. Uh, we have, um, we already talked about TEVA, and then they have some, any thoughts on Exxon and Schlumberger? So we have XOM, we'll start with. Mm-hmm. XOM, Exxon. Yeah, this isn't the prettiest of charts. Not um, pretty, but energy's yeah. been very weak this year, obviously. No. Yeah. Um, you you have clear support at 67. I don't know if you're holding this or looking to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, so either way on that, you know, your very bottom is 65. Right. Which would be where you'd be out, and you closed at 69.51. Yeah. Um, the 200 days, 74.09, so you're well below um, that. And to move up above that, you know, you're right at the trend line there. Yeah, so, so you know, once again, it's a research type of thing, uh, you know, maybe the belief that, the weakest sectors next year will be a strongest sector. You know, that's a possibility. Uh, and, yeah, you're right. The, the final support looks like 65. And if you drop to 64, it would give another 
important cell signal. So right. Yep. Right. So, so I don't know if he's lo- what he's looking to do with it, but go ahead. Yeah, we don't know. So yeah. uh, you know, obviously, if you're in it, those are your support levels. If you're looking to buy and get yeah. into it here as a bottom fish, as playing. a bottom fisher, I was going to say that. Right. Yeah. That's our right. seems to be the thing. We we'll might have to change the name of the show soon. <laughs> um, and go but, ahead. <laughs> but uh, if you're looking to get in here too, you still have that support that's not right. too far away. Exactly. What was the other one then? Okay, the last one we're going to look at is SLB. SLB, Schlumberger, no. Yeah, and this is similar. You know, you've seen this year just the continuous um, Mm -hmm. lower lows and lower highs. Yep. You have uh, clear support. You know, the next sell signal would be at 30. It's bounced uh, bounced up off of that. It closed at 36.89. You have a 200-day of 38.10. So you're below that. I'd like to see you get above that. Yeah, I mean, you could say it's a great company, rotten stock. But if you're a bottom fisher, you know, again, it, it's reversed off a of bottom, and you have that, what, you'd be out at what, or, or reevaluate at 30, I guess? Yeah, right? if it hit 30, that would be another sell yeah, signal. That'd be another sell signal. And yeah. uh, so, therefore, you know, you could say, hey, you know, if you're looking to buy it, uh, you know, if it hit 30, uh, I'd have to reevaluate it. And uh, as I say, it, you know, it, it is a great company to not know always great stocks, but, you know, Great companies can come back, and uh, so as a bottom play, might be worth a shot. That's really a big endorsement, but anyway, (laughs) whatever. So we're at the end of the show. We made it. We made it. We made it through all the interference and so forth, and... uh, so we thank everybody for their patience with right. the phone lines and for still calling. Yeah, and we'll see what the market brings. You know, uh, there's a very good article by uh, Robert Schiller and Barron's that I would read. Uh, you know, it's very interesting why the market's going up. It's based, according to him, on narrative, and narrative is what everybody's talking about and what everybody believes, you know. So that's the way it is. So anyway... Stop worrying about the news all the time unless you are an amazing analyst who can interpret the news and get it right as to what's really going to happen. Stop paying that much attention to it. And, uh, Christina, nice having you on again. Thank you, as always. Yeah, until next week, keep a little powder dry, do your own research, take care.